Well, good morning, Tony, and good morning to all you listeners out there and these and your viewers. Hope you have a good Monday morning. Good morning, Jason. Uh, it is good to be with you today, uh, and uh, we appreciate all of you that have joined us this morning for our Beulah Bible broadcast every morning, every morning, every Monday morning, right here on WBSA 93.5 on your FM radio dial and also on YouTube and Facebook. We appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you regular listeners. We hear from you uh, regularly, and you let us know how much you appreciate the program, and we appreciate you. Uh, if you're a new listener today, we encourage you to go to our website at www.beulahbaptistboaz.com. That's B-E-U-L-A-H-B-A-P-T-I-S-T-B-O-A-Z.com. You can type in Beulah Boaz, and we'll come up, and you uh, can go to our website uh, and find out what's going on at Beulah. You can access our YouTube channel through our link there, our Facebook page. And we encourage you to like and, <clears throat> and subscribe. Excuse me, like and subscribe. That's very important for getting the word out and helping us to grow our uh, our ministry. Uh, well, what'd you think about services yesterday, Jason? I think they were great, man. We, had a packed we house have, both sides. Yes, yeah. didn't we have a good crowd at both services and uh, just a great day? Yeah, uh, really, a really, really good day. <clears throat> a lot of new visitors. We did. We had several several new visitors. Uh, and we encourage you to uh, worship with us online. But like we say every week, the best way to experience Beulah is in person. Live and in live person. Live and in person. Yeah. Nine o'clock for our contemporary service. That's in the Family Life Center on the back side of the property, uh, the back part of the campus here. And then uh, at 11 o'clock, it's in the traditional, the traditional service is in the sanctuary. And uh, we'd welcome you there. And then sandwiched in between is our Sunday school program. And we had a great turnout for Sunday school. We really did. So Joey was uh, topping trees. He was excited. And I was, (laughs) I was, uh, I was so glad. And he's, he's doing well, by the way, he is having a, uh, check up for his new pacemaker. And, uh, we're glad that surgery went well for him. Uh, but we encourage you to come visit with us at the 9 a.m. Contemporary Service, the 11 a.m. Traditional Service each and every Sunday. And come for Sunday school. That's where you really get to know people. That's where you really can get involved in, in the church is through our Sunday school program. And we got a class for all ages from uh, nursery all the way through senior adults. So, And speaking of senior adults, we got a trip tomorrow. Yes, we do. Yeah, we're going to the museum out on Boaz Museums. Yeah, are you excited? Have you been to those museums? I haven't actually. Oh, have not. Hey, they're they're cool. You know me and my history. I've I've been a couple of times to both, and or more to the Apple, I guess. But uh, I appreciate what Wayne Hunt's doing at the uh, uh, Boaz Museum, and his man, he's he is a master historian of the city of Boaz. I I love Wayne. And uh, Danny Maltby out at uh, at Albertville, good friends of mine, and we're going to be going to the uh, Boaz Museum first, and uh, then we're going to drive over to Albertville, tour the Albertville Museum. And there's a uh, a quilt show over there, so I know the, oh, yeah. the ladies really enjoy that, and I yeah. like to see those old fashioned quilts. I, I they're they're all so unique, and they have different patterns and. And we've got some uh, quilts that's been handed down in our family that are, you know, probably getting close to 100 years old in the uh, um, cedar chest at home. So uh, I like those those old-fashioned 
things like that. So that's that's going to be at the Alberville Museum. If you're not so much into history, you might be into quilts. But we encourage you to come. That's our a senior a group, and uh, we're going to be meeting here at the church uh, a little before 10, loading the bus, and we'll leave at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning for our Joy Club outing. And I forgot, I guess, uh, uh, one of the most important parts, and that's we'll be eating at Local Joe's. Yeah, well, you can't beat Local Joe's, no. can you? Uh, I love those folks out there. Good, fine Christian mm-hmm. folks. 12 noon every day, we stand mm-hmm. up for the national anthem. I like that. Uh, they're good people, and yeah. I, I encourage you to uh, check out Local Joe's if you've never ate their barbecue and their vegetables and sandwiches. They just got a lot of good food. But we'll be we'll be having lunch out there. Um, regular services this Wednesday night, our, our Trail Life they and AHG, they made 50 birdhouses this past Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was incredible. That's a good amount. Yeah, they did. They did a great job, um, and uh, they will. They'll be meeting as usual this Wednesday night. Trail Life Troop for boys and our American Heritage Troop for girls. Our Cubby Bears program for our preschoolers, our youth group, and then our adult Bible study will be meeting in the sanctuary. That's all at six o'clock this Wednesday night. Uh, but to kick things off, we always have Wednesday night supper. So what is the uh, hey, Grandpa, what's for supper? You remember that on Hee Haw? Did oh, yeah. Did you ever see that on Hee Haw? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Grandpa, watch. what's for supper? So what's for supper tomorrow night? For supper, we're going to mix the meat. It's going to be a, a mix of, of fried fish, mm-hmm. fried catfish. Woo, fried, fried catfish. Fried, and for those of you who don't like fried catfish, we're going to have some chicken fingers, fried chicken fingers. Okay. Uh, as, a, as a substitute, if you want those. Right. We're going to have coleslaw, hush puppies, and potato wedges. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to have chocolate. I mean, chocolate. We're going to have strawberry uh, shortcake for dessert. Strawberry shortcake. All right. That sounds like a great menu. So come out. It's uh, two fifty per person. I, I don't. I, we've not saw inflation here at Beulah. We've we've maintained the same price there. We may have to raise <laughs> our rate sometime. But right now it's two fifty per person. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, no excuse me, it's five dollars per person. Yeah, five dollars per person. Yeah. <laughs> I was like two fifty. My goodness. I'm sorry. Oh, I went way back in. There. It's five dollars per person. It's two fifty for children. It's twenty dollar family maximum. So uh, that's that's the the way it rolls here. So uh, we encourage you to come bring your family. Uh, uh, that's what we're all about is building faith and families. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about that some more today as we continue in our doctrine. Doctrinal study. We're on the doctrine of sanctification. Uh, other uh, announcements? We got anything else? We not, not any right offhand for this week. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's uh, let's get into our prayer time. We ask that you join us there at home and pray with us. Uh, we have a lot of needs in our church uh, church family and community. And uh, we've been blessed with a lot of answered prayer. A lot of folks that have had surgeries that are mm-hmm. doing well and have been very sick and are better. And we give God the praise for that. He's the great physician. He's the one who brings healing. So uh, we'll be praying for your needs and God knows those needs. And we'll lift those up this morning. So please join us in a time of prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for the privilege of prayer, for the power of prayer. And we thank you for our uh, our listeners joining us this morning as we unite our hearts and lift up the needs of our of our community and our state and our nation to you. We are grieved about the direction of our country and how we have drifted from our Christian heritage. And we pray you'd help us as your church. 
to be the salt and light you've called us to be, and, and that is what we're studying about today. So please, Lord, uh, instruct us and inspire us, strengthen us, give us courage to be uh, that salt and light. We pray, Lord, for our listeners' needs today, and I know there's many out there that are going through difficulties, family issues, problems, health issues, and we know uh, you being the all-knowing God that you are, you know those needs, and we pray you'd grant those needs according to your good grace and according to your will. Lord, we just pray that you would bless, bring healing, that you would receive honor and glory and praise from it. We pray, Lord, for those in need in our church. We thank you that Joey's better. We give you praise for answered prayer there. We thank you that uh, he was back in his position of service here yesterday. And we uh, pray, Lord, that you'd grant grace as he's going for the checkup today. We pray for Bobby Doyle, who will be taking treatments this week, and Trillis Causey, who will be taking cancer treatments as well. And we pray, Lord, you would anoint those treatments to that cancer bring healing to their body. We pray for my uncle Maurice, who's been uh, diagnosed again with cancer. And I know the family's greatly discouraged. So please, Lord, bring encouragement and strength and healing once again to him. We pray for those that are in hospice care. Uh, we pray for Janet Coleman and Wayne Sims, and Junior Wall Raven, and, and there's many others, Lord, in our community that's uh, under hospice care. We thank you for the ministry of hospice and the good work that they do. And we pray for those families as well. Uh, we pray for David and Ruby Webb and their health needs. Brother David be having another surgery soon, and we pray, Lord, that goes well, and Sister Ruby having uh, those hyperbaric uh, chamber treatments uh, for her esophagus, and we pray that that takes care of the uh, issue she's having with her esophagus. Please bless. We pray for Ed Wilson, uh, who received some discouraging news, but we know you're going to take care. We pray for the upcoming uh, colon surgery he'll be having. We uh, pray for uh, Joe and Brenda Hatley for Pat and uh, Arvel Hamby and their needs. We pray for Robert and Charlotte Brock. Uh, we lift them up to you. We pray for all of our, our shut-ins, those that have health issues that keep them from getting about like they'd like to. We pray for all of our uh, widows, Lord. We pray for uh, Sister Maureen Sanders and Maybell Sanders and Dot White and uh, Mary Wells and uh, Barbara Abbott. Uh, we especially lift up Gail Arnold to you. She's fighting COVID, and well, we pray that uh, uh, she's well soon. We pray for Virginia Finley, who's fighting COVID. We pray you'd keep uh, Brother Henry uh, free from the COVID. We just uh, pray you'd grant grace in time of need to the many that are sick in our community, the many that are going through struggles. Lord, there's unspoken requests to families that are dealing with addiction, and we pray for them. Uh, we pray for deliverance. We pray, Lord, that they would turn to you for uh, the strength and hope and deliverance that can only be found in Christ. And, Lord, we pray for uh, you to bless, again, our churches in the uh, community as we unite together to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost world that desperately needs uh, to turn to you. And we pray for a revival in our land. We pray, Lord, for a return. Uh, to the Christian heritage that we have uh, abandoned as a nation. Bless us, Lord, as we study your word today. Help us, O oh God, to uh, uh, be challenged by it, rebuked and corrected by it where necessary, and, and uh, that we'd be inspired and encouraged by it, that we would receive the instruction that we need, uh, and, and, Lord, that we would live out your word in a way that would be pleasing to you, give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In the name of Jesus, our mighty Savior, we pray. Amen. Well, 
I, I do apologize. Uh, we, boy, we got some some kind of carried away uh, idea that I always do, and I, di- I, I didn't realize we got cut off on the radio station. If you uh, um, missed the tail end of the broadcast last week, you can go to YouTube or Facebook and and uh, scroll to the end and watch that. But we, we finished up, and it was a few minutes after the uh, the, the cutoff. And I know a lot of folks in church wish we had a cutoff that uh, uh, that could end things, but we don't have a cutoff no. for preaching, do we? No. You can also uh, you can also if you if you missed anything, you can listen on uh, podcasts uh, if you'd like. It's wrong. We're now on Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Yeah, we've got Google, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, and. Uh, See where? What else? I'm missing one. I don't know, but you've done an awesome yeah, job of, 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 of a few more helping us to to spread the word through many different venues. All that's over my my head, but I'm I'm glad you're doing that, Jason, and that uh, allows the word to get out to more folks. And again, you subscribing uh, helps us to grow and helps those numbers to get larger, so that we can uh, uh, our our. Uh, YouTube channel can can reach more people, so we appreciate that. And we always appreciate uh, WBSA and our partnership with Absolutely. the radio station. And uh, I know Chris is busy with his new church out there at uh, at First Crossville, and we appreciate Ricky and uh, the work he does there at the station, helping us to get on the air every Monday. Well, let's go to Second Peter, and we're going to go to the verse of Scripture that's uh, one of the key verses in our campaign this year. We talked about the Sermon on the Mount last week, and we may go back there again today, but we're, our doctrine uh, of discussion today is the doctrine of sanctification. And what does that mean to us as a Christian? That's a a big theological word that simply means uh, made holy, set apart, different from the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. We are uh, Christ followers. We are to be the salt and the light, and that's coming from uh, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. And, And to be the salt and the light, we need to be living sanctified lives. We need to live holy lives. Uh, demonstrating uh, godly character, uh, the character of Christ. And that's what the scripture's telling us here that we preached on yesterday. And I, uh, for those of you that heard the sermon, we're going to kind of discuss that today. I'm not going to re-preach the sermon, but I do want to go into the, to the scriptures a little bit. And for those of you that maybe didn't hear the sermon, uh, uh, you, you will uh, hopefully be... Um, encouraged and strengthened and and have a better understanding of what what sanctification is all about. I want to start with verse 10 because that's one of our key verses for our campaign this year. And God's word says this. This is again, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 10. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. Uh, in other words, to be sure of your salvation. And again, let me, let me repeat this for... Uh, uh, I guess summary and understanding. Salvation is an overarching uh, uh, biblical truth or doctrine, and within that uh, biblical truth of salvation, uh, there is the regeneration part, 
where we're made a new creature in Christ Jesus, the justification part, where we are justified in the blood of Jesus, his work on Calvary's cross, his death, burial, and resurrection is what saves us, not our works. We're not saved by our own good works, uh, but we are saved by uh, the works of Christ on the cross. It's by grace we're saved through faith, uh, not of works lest any man should boast, Ephesians uh, 2, chapter 8. But uh, then, then, then there comes the sanctification part, which is still under the umbrella of salvation, and then the glorification part, which uh, we're going to get to. Uh, but again, we're focusing on that, that middle part, and that's where we are living out our lives and, and the Lord teaching us, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, how he makes us, molds us into the image of his dear son, our dear Savior, Jesus. Um, it says, Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. Now, one of the things I brought up yesterday, and I, uh, I asked the question, uh, have you ever had a, a, a bad dream where you were falling? Uh, you ever had that dream, Jason? I hate those. Don't I still, you? I still have them to this day. You know, you typically have them when you're young. For some reason, you have a fear of falling maybe it comes from learning to walk and you fall but i don't know it seems like babies don't have any problem falling they don't have far to fall and with a diaper on they're kind of padded there so they they that's not a, and babies just bounce right back up now we that are a little older we don't bounce right back up no like with me it's it seems to be the time when i just fall asleep i have that falling yeah and you kind of get startled yeah jerk. Yeah, that's uh, that happens, uh, and and I, you know, that's not a pleasant dream. Falling is not a pleasant experience. We don't want to fall. You know, falling, you, you can injure yourself again, again, especially if you're a little older. Uh, you, you could break a bone, and and the older we get, the harder it is to get up out of the floor when we fall. But the scripture is talking here about falling spiritually, and uh, and and how to keep from falling. Uh, I know so many times in this, I, I, I'll confess it, that there there have been sins in my life that I have had to go back to the Lord. It's me again, Lord. I, I've, I've sinned again, the same sin I've sinned before. Please forgive me. Um, and, and I know sometimes the devil says, you've prayed that prayer so many times he don't hear you. Do you think there's ever a time when he don't hear you, when the Lord don't hear you? No. I think the Lord hears you every time. Every time. I believe every time. I tell you what he looks at, though. He looks at He looks at our heart, and are we contrite? Are we broken? Are we genuinely repentant? And if we are, then it doesn't matter how many times we go back. He's there to forgive us and dust us off and put us back on the path. Now, that doesn't give us a license to continue in that sin. Right. Uh, in fact, it's the falling that... Uh, that the Lord teaches us. And that's the what I want to get into here. And I want to start with verse 3. Again, back to 2 Peter chapter 1. His divine power has granted to us all things. And here we find the promises I talked about yesterday from God's word. Precious promises, as he uh, mentions right here, that his divine power, the power of God that created the universe. Now think about that. That's, that's, that's incredible power. His divine power has granted to us, me and you, the elect 
the called out ones of God, the church, has granted to us all things, everything we need, everything we need that pertains to life. And that's everything. As we go through life, what do you need? He's got your needs covered. Hey, we, we don't need to worry. Uh, he is going to provide for our needs uh, that pertain to life and godliness, living a godly life and through the power of Christ. Again, we talked about that question last week. Can you live a perfect life? And I asked you that question, and you answered rightly. No. No, we can't be perfect. But we should not let that be an excuse to live an imperfect life as a matter of fact, when Jesus says, be ye therefore perfect, he's not saying, okay, be perfect when you get to heaven. He's saying strive for perfection here, right? Correct. Yeah, I, I think uh, that we need, to, we need to understand that. And that's like I was saying last week, the uh, Sermon on the Mount is not uh, some ideal. It, it, it's not some uh, sermon to help reveal our sinfulness, uh, just that. It is those things. But it's more than that. It is how we should live. Mm -hmm. I mean, and but man, how do you change a wicked heart that has wicked thoughts? When you have a, let me just ask you, when, and everybody does, I mean, we all have thoughts that race through our minds that we know are sinful. How do you deal with that? What What do you do to to help you to to deal with wicked, and I'm not asking you to reveal any of your no, thoughts. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, what, I, what, what I've do, done. What do you do? <clears throat> which, when you talk about repentance, you you talk repentance means turn the opposite way, right, and run as far as you can from it. Yeah, flee. To me, yeah, flee from it. So if 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 you have these, you know, sinful thoughts, me personally, I do my best not to entertain them. But what I do is I start praying. Yeah, I honestly, in my in my mind, when those thoughts come up, I just start praying, I, I think, or I will run to scripture and I'll and I'll read. Just and I, I love because a lot of times, you know, if I'm driving and something like that happens, sure, then I don't, I can't open my Bible while I'm driving. You want to run somebody off? The I've road got or my, yeah, I've got my phone, and I just start, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I just know. turn it to something or get my mind off of it. There's so much road rage out there today, and uh, people get angry, and uh, and I know that's just one of the thoughts we could have is a, a thought of anger, a thought of lashing out at somebody, mm -hmm. and you're exactly right. Prayer, I think, is the key, and, and as Christians, we know that, but sometimes we don't practice it right away, and it, when we pray, we have access to this divine power. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. We're called to his own glory and excellence. The glory and excellence of Christ should shine through us. Another thing you mentioned right there that I think is key and one of your gifts is, uh, is music. Music can mm -hmm. help to, to soothe. It can help to cleanse your mind. Good um, uh, gospel music, whatever flavor you prefer. Uh, we broke uh, Jason in on a little bit of bluegrass yesterday. Yeah, never played bluegrass. <laughs> never played bluegrass before in my life. 
But boy, it was fun. It was really yeah, it good. Was. Trying holy unto the Lord, an old Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs song. Um, but something like that can just be a bomb to your soul and help cleanse your mind of all mm-hmm. of the garbage, you know, whether it's good, uh, uh, you know, Southern gospel or the contemporary music. Uh, who is one of your favorite uh, go-tos when you're when you're looking to maybe uh, cleanse your mind of the world? Who do you listen to? Who what what uh, what person is your? Uh, oh, wow. <clears throat> when I when I'm wanting the, the as far as music goes, um, Lord, there's so many, yeah. but I mainly go to Shane and Shane. Shane, Shane Bernard, City. Shane Everett, or oh, City of Light. We sing or, some of their songs, yeah. don't we? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's a, it's just a worshipful experience for me because mm-hmm. they have, they have what they call the worship initiative. And uh, I listen to a lot of that just because it's, it's worshipful to me. It's, it's not something that just, you know, mm-hmm. It's not real hard, real heavy, but it's just it's just worshipful acoustic that I can just put my mind on that. In the words of the hymns, a lot of their stuff is actually hymns. Yeah, uh, that they've redone to. Have it. Yeah, that when you talk about hymns and modern day <clears throat> hymns, somebody that I really love to listen to that helps to clear my mind is Keith and Kristen Getty. Oh yeah, the the Gettys do such a beautiful mm-hmm. job with. Uh, writing modern day hymns and we sang one of their songs the other day you led us in in christ alone yeah and they wrote that song you would you would think that song was written back in the 1800s or something just it has such a old uh, celtic hymn flavor Mm -hmm. to it you know but it's so powerful in christ alone you know and it's written in 95 yeah ain't that something yeah and it's it's actually an old song now i guess when we in, in respect to modern contemporary music like Shane and Shane and some of the other folks. But I still love old Southern gospel and, and I love to pop in uh, uh, some of the older gold city quartets uh, CDs or uh, the, uh, the cathedrals. Those are some of my favorites that they can just help to wash things away. And that, so music, God, I think, you know, God speaks to us through music. I think music prepares our heart for the word and worship. And again, it it helps us to understand that we can have power over the, um, the enemy and things that may race through our mind. Well, let's continue and look here because I want to get to the illustration that I mentioned yesterday that, that to me spoke truth to my heart. Maybe it will to yours. It, in verse four, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises. Now I preached uh, a couple of weeks ago on precious, the word precious. And, and the promises are right here. We're reading about them. These are the promises he's given us uh, so that through them, you may have, you may become partakers of the divine nature. Now there's a, there's a promise that through the promises of God's word, we are partakers of his divine nature of his divine power and 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 people say, well, I can't live that kind of life. I I can't be that righteous. I can't be that holy. No, we can't in ourselves, but Christ through us can. I mean, the the person of Christ that lives and dwells within us, and the person of the Holy Spirit can shine through us, and and that's what should happen. 
and and it says we are partakers of the divine nature having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. Now, I, I, I preached that yesterday, and I told the folks, I said, I know when we read that, we think, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Pastor Tony, I've not escaped that sinful desire. I still have that sinful desire, and I still often fall to that sinful desire, and I find myself praying, Lord, forgive me of the same sin that I've committed over and over and over. But the scriptures tell us here there is victory. There is victory in the sanctification process. There is, uh, 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 you know, uh, hope and power uh, to overcome uh, temptation. As a matter of fact, I, I read this yesterday, and wow, I just, one flip went right to it. Uh, it's in one of my favorite verses of Scripture. It should be uh, underlined and read and highlighted in yellow in your Bible. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let, let you be tempted beyond your ability, mm -hmm. but with the temptation he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Now, oftentimes we hear people say, God will not put more on you than you can bear. <laughs> and that's kind of, it comes from this scripture here, that what I just said is not scripture. It's kind of a paraphrase of the scripture I just read. And that's, tr that's true. God's not going to put more on you than you can bear. But when you look at Job, you'll think, Ooh, my, he poured it out on Job, you know, and then you look at others that God uh, allowed to go through great suffering and difficulty. And then we go through difficult times, but the, the, the scriptures tell us you there's no temptation, no testing. Uh, that is overtaking you that is not common to man, that, that others have not gone through, and that Christ himself did not endure for our own sake. I mean, he, no, no one suffered what Christ suffered, and uh, he knows suffering. And, and God is faithful to give us a way of escape if we'll call on him. He, he's faithful to help us to, uh, to find uh, peace in the midst of a storm, to find uh, escape from the, uh, well, what the, what the scripture says over here, escape from the corruption that's in the world because of sinful desire. So that's a promise. Those are precious promises. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness, steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection, brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful. So we went from promises to practical application. Did you notice that? Where the promises of God's word, his divine nature, we're partakers of it, are right there. And suddenly he tells us, here's what you do. You, with that faith, with that knowledge of the promises of God, with first First-hand knowledge of the gospel. What I mean by that is not only do you have a head knowledge, but you have a heart knowledge. Uh, you have a personal relationship with Jesus. And that's what the, the scripture's talking about right there, that we, we not only have a head knowledge, we have a heart knowledge. We've been called, and we are part of the, the family of God. And we add to faith, uh, we add to that faith virtue, which is righteous living, which is living out Christian character. 
And, and we add to that virtue knowledge, which is we study God's word to know what we need to do, to know the will of God, to know the heart of Christ. We study the Bible and knowledge with self-control. Now, this is the point I made yesterday, and I want to make it today because I've wrestled with God over this, this term or this uh, uh, conjunctive word, two words put together, self-control, because I say, Lord, I don't want self-control. I want you to be in control. You remember those uh, tags and bumper stickers that, 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 that you would read that said, God is my co-pilot. Mm-hmm. And then years later they said, you know, we need to correct that. God's my pilot. And I like that. I don't want to be the co-pilot. I want, I want to, uh, uh, God to be my pilot. And I, I want to sit in the co-pilot seat, but you know, that that's not, that's not the, that's not God's plan. Uh, the other is right. Uh, God is my co-pilot. And what does that mean? Uh, well, it, 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 it has to do with this, this self-control. Why does the Lord want us to have self-control? And, uh, I used this analogy yesterday because as I was studying this, the Lord just spoke to my heart, uh, this clearly, and this is the way he spoke it. And he reminded me of how, uh, I learned how to ride a bicycle. You remember when you learned how to ride a bicycle? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, can you ride a bicycle? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. I just check it. That's something I, that's a question I've never asked. A long time. Have though. you got a bicycle? Uh, no, I don't. It's time. No bicycle at this no time. No bicycle at this time. Bicycle riding's good for you. Mary and I, my daughter, we used to ride all over the city of Bohaz. I had a, uh, a Schwinn. I don't know. It was about a, a, a well, it was 10 speed. I may have been one of the ones that had more speeds than that. I don't remember, but I needed those extra gears, you know, mm. for, for ease. And, uh, we just rode all over town. But I remember when I learned to ride a bicycle and dad brought home a bicycle for me and it had training wheels on it, you know? Yeah. And he demonstrated, he said, this is the pedal, son. You pedal, you make it go. And you push the pedal backwards to make it stop. And he took me out in the driveway and he began to show me how to ride. And I rode it for a while. And then he said, well, are you ready to take the training wheels off? I said, no, daddy, I'll fall over. You know, I'm, I don't, I don't want to take the training wheels off. He said, yeah, but riding a bicycle is so much better with the training wheels off. And, uh, I didn't have any, I was the oldest, so I hadn't had, nobody was demonstrating how to ride and daddy didn't have a bicycle. Yeah. So anyway, my, my younger brother, Barry, he had a tricycle. He was riding and I was riding the bicycle. And I remember, uh, he'd ride the tricycle and I was riding a bicycle with training wheels. And then dad took the training wheels off. And this is where the truth got real to me. And that's, I remember dad grabbing the back of the seat, as you so often see, it's the way I trained my daughter and, and grab the, the handlebars and walk alongside. And then as you know, I'd be pedaling or when I was teaching Mary, uh, we'd start running because things kind of get pick up speed and, and say, all right, uh, uh, I'm going to turn loose now. Now, what if, what if dad had never turned loose? I'd have never experienced the exhilaration and feeling of, of uh, riding a bicycle and propelling myself, you know, down the road. And when dad turned loose and I was able to ride and I knew how to stop myself and, and I, you know, I fell a couple of times, but 
dad would dust me off and get me right out. Let's try it again, son. And, and, and then suddenly, you know, wow, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm in control of this bicycle. And when I was growing up, uh, bicycles were huge. That was the way you got around. We lived on a dirt road and we rode all up and down the dirt road. We'd ride to the store and, and there was just such freedom. And that's what God wants for us in our Christian life. He, he doesn't want to run everything for us. He wants to teach us how to run our lives. He wants to teach us how to live our lives it, with, with great freedom. Salvation doesn't bring a list of do's and don'ts and box us in. Salvation in Christ and the gospel brings freedom, freedom from the bondage of sin and corruption, freedom uh, to, to live life in its fullest and experience, uh, uh, you know, life for what God intended to be. You know, uh, what's your favorite dream? Do you have a favorite dream that you have, a reoccurring dream? Uh, let's see here. You dream a lot? No, I don't recollect dreaming a lot. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I know maybe I, you I need do to dream, a, but I don't. Maybe you need to have a sleep test. That's what they tell me. If you don't dream, you're, 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 you may need to go in for one of those sleep studies because you you cycle through dreams and you go into deep sleep. And if you don't get to the dream sleep, you're not going into deep sleep. Um, I dream quite a bit and I wake up in those dreams and one of my favorite dreams is flying. You ever wanted to fly? I have, I have had those dreams before, yeah. It's so exhilarating. Uh, you know, they have, <clears throat> they have a ride. We're, we're one minute away or two. What do we got? Two minutes? Two minutes, roughly. A I minute want, and a half. I want to finish this. One, we went to uh, uh, Disneyland years ago on our 25th anniversary, and we rode a ride called Soaring. Uh I don't know if you've ever rode that ride. I've never been to Disneyland well, or Disney World. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd recommend it now the, the way they've got. But anyway, it, it's here or there. They have that ride in Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge now okay. where they actually put you in and, and you're lifted up like you're on a chairlift and, and the screen wraps around you and it's literally like you're flying. It is so awesome. It's so wonderful. <laughs> And that's the way God wants us to live our life. He wants us to soar, mm-hmm. uh, to, to rise up with wings of eagles, as the scripture says, Isaiah chapter 40. And, uh, and we, need to, we need to understand that's, that's what God is teaching us through sanctification. It's not a, a, a rigorous do and don't thing. It's God teaching us to fly. Here's what life's all about. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that's awesome to me. And, you know, when I first got that bicycle going, it was a thrill. It was a thrill. So uh, fly with Jesus today and uh, trust him. Uh, He wants to help you to live life to its fullest. And we're glad you've chosen to join us today. And we look forward to you being with us again next week at this same time uh, at 1035, 93.5 here on your FM dial and on our Facebook and uh, YouTube channel. God bless you.